the Arts and Fishers podcast. I'm Larry Lannon. This podcast is brought to you by LarryInFishers.com. Keep track of the latest news in and around the city of Fishers, Indiana by signing up for email alerts. You can sign up right on the blog, LarryInFishers.com. Also, follow my Twitter account, at LarryInFishers. I do not often review offerings on Netflix, but I just watched an amazing documentary series that should be known to everyone. The name of the series is Who Killed Malcolm X? The first time I recall encountering the name Malcolm X was while watching a nationally televised NBA basketball game on a Sunday afternoon, February 21st, 1965. I was 14. There was a news bulletin reporting that Malcolm X had just been shot and killed in New York City. Now, growing up in Indianapolis, there was never anything in the local newspapers or local media about Malcolm X. I knew nothing about him. Later in life, I began to learn about the black Muslim leader. You may have seen Spike Lee's 1992 film about his life with Denzel Washington playing the role of Malcolm X, and the film won some major awards, including a Best Actor nomination for Washington. Now, this documentary is all about Abdur Rahman Muhammad, a man that is obsessed with the Malcolm X murder. He uncovers old files that no one has reviewed in many years. He uses archivists to go to old investigative files. He speaks with anyone he can find that is still living that can give him any information. Abdul Rahman keeps hearing the same response as he gets closer to people with any knowledge of the assassination. Leave it alone, he is told. Don't dredge up an old story. Well, that just spurs Abdul Rahman to dig further and work harder. When Malcolm X was killed in a ballroom full of people, one suspect was taken into custody at the scene, Majahid Abdul Halim. He was mostly known as Talmadge Heyer, also known as Thomas Hagen. He was charged along with two others, Muhammad Abdul Aziz, also known as Norman 3X Butler, and Khalil Islam, known as Thomas 15X Johnson. All three were convicted in 1966 for the murder, but Talmadge Heyer took the stand near the end of the trial, saying under oath that the other two defendants had nothing to do with the assassination of Malcolm X. So Abdul Rahman digs deep into who may still be at large and responsible for this murder. As he closes in on people that may have been responsible Abdul Rahman encounters surprises along the way. Now, I won't give away the ending or most of the story, but suffice it to say that you will admire this man that sacrificed personally to work on this obsession over the Malcolm X murder investigation and trial. One reason I feel the need to write this review? Because once the documentary series was released on Netflix, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office announced it is reviewing the case. And the Innocence Project, a nonprofit that works to exonerate the wrongly convicted, is now involved in this case as well. Of the three men convicted, one is still alive and has served his time. Aziz is 81 years old. Now, even though he served his life sentence and was later paroled, he was hesitant 
for obvious reasons, to reopen the case because he totally distrusts the system that he says wrongly imprisoned him most of his life. But Aziz reluctantly signed the papers Abdurrahman prepared for him to request the case to be looked at again. Now, this film deals with the widely held view that Nation of Islam people may have been behind the assassination. Malcolm X was a leader of that organization before breaking with the Nation of Islam later in his life. The documentary also explores how the FBI was constantly surveilling Malcolm X because of his fiery oratory and radical views. J. Edgar Hoover was obsessed with black leaders such as Malcolm and Martin Luther King. I am a lover of documentary films, so consider that as I finish this review. It is rare that a documentary series on Netflix or any other platform results in a very old murder case being reopened. That has happened here. This is a story with a beginning, middle, and an end. Directors Rachel Dretzen and Phil Bertelson do what any excellent documentary director should do. They tell a story, in this case a very compelling story. A company named Fusion produced this film and they should be credited with the courage to take on an old case and navigate all the obstacles along the way. I give the documentary series Who Killed Malcolm X an A grade. I watched all six episodes in one day. I guess people call that binge-watching these days. I was hooked and couldn't stop watching. I believe you will be hooked as well. If you have Netflix, I suggest watching this production. If you do not have Netflix, sign up for a trial membership and watch this film. It's that good. This documentary film review is brought to you by LarryInFishers.com, where you find local news in and around Fishers. My name is Larry Lannon. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again.